And welcome to another episode of the Laptop Empires podcast. We're your hosts, Mike and Bobby, co founders of Laptop Empires and founders of other businesses. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like the start to the show has just been like, can I look at the camera and just say something? Uh, Bobby to laugh like that. <laughs> well, there was an awkward silence after, after <laughs> the founder of other things. So. I Anyways. did that intentionally. Yes. Okay. Happy Thanksgiving. So, it's Thanksgiving. Not like not not right now. Like as right. we're recording, it's not Thanksgiving. I wish it was. But yeah. at the time that you're listening to this, it's Thanksgiving Day. Yay. The Aggies are not playing on Thanksgiving Day because LSU doesn't want to do it, which is lame. I just ruined Can I put some context on that? As people that can't see what's happening, Mike is wearing an A&M onesie. All my glory. <laughs> like it's like, yes. yeah, A&M pajamas and an A&M hat. It even has the little uh, rubber feet things. So I don't yeah. slip and fall. And there's an A&M hat in the background on the podcast and an A&M helmet. So there's a lot of A&M happening right here as he's talking about mm-hmm. A&M. So I just wanted to, yeah, I just wanted to point that out. And then there's and also, the that, he's got an A&M mug. And there's that amazing picture that I took yesterday in the gym. Yeah, yeah the, there's this like man the A&M gear. There's like, yeah, there's like this seven year old man, like fully decked out in AM gear. And so I texted Mike and I was like, dude, this is future you. It, so, anyways, there's a lot of AM happening here on Thanksgiving. Yeah. Yep. So. so, I'm this episode is the Thanksgiving episode. And so, we're going to talk about a couple of things. I think we're going to talk a little bit about Thanksgiving. We're going to talk about Thanksgiving last year was the the beginning of laptop empires. And so we'll talk about that a little bit. Yeah. And I've forgotten about that, to be honest. Yeah. With you. That whole, that whole, like from November to January, it seems like this like blur. Like I can't really remember what happened. I know we did a lot of stuff though. This but whole was mostly, year seems like a blur. Dude, I know it's already November. And I feel like, like, I feel like we've been doing this for five years. And I also feel like we've been doing it for like two months at the same time. It's just, it's yep. just crazy. Um, yep. But yeah, this is like this is the time of year when all that stuff started to really come together. We hadn't formed the business yet or anything. I think we were still just kind of like in talks about like how. No, we it was it was we had a call, and I shared an idea with you, and then we didn't yeah. talk to each other for like three weeks, before when when you were like, "Let's do this." Um, so yeah, so like it was it was like we planted a seed that would sprout into the majestic Biggie Snugs. But anyway, so we'll talk about that a little bit. And kind of like what we're doing in November and why we think this is a great time of year to really prep for the next year and kind of put your foot on the gas instead of letting up. And then also it's a great time of year to start a business if you're thinking about one. So kind of like fat loss, you shouldn't wait till January. So yeah, yeah. Shout out to Rambeer. 
I'm, do- yeah. I'm doing good with the weight loss. Thanksgiving is going to mess me up a little bit, but like I'm on track. So I'm excited. About I that. have not been, but you right now. Yeah. But I'm about 10 days in with no cheating or anything. But I'm, I haven't worked out yet. I'm just, I got the nutrition going. Yeah. Um, he sent me some work at some videos for workouts and I have not opened that email yet. And he's been, he's been, you know, harping on me. He's been bugging. But yeah. I'll get there. I'll get there. Baby steps. So let's talk about this. Let's, uh, let's start with. So, yeah. So back this time last year, you were working on another course. Mm. Yeah, that sucked actually. Yeah, it did. That was, it was my, it was my first ever course. And I was like, I really, man, I, I really am glad that that is not the flagship course because it just, it, what would have happened with that course was I would have launched it. I would have made some money probably like really put all my efforts into it. I probably would have made like 10 or $15,000, which don't get me wrong that at that time in my business, that would have been incredible. But I think there would have been a lot of mistakes. Like I didn't know enough about email marketing back then. And I think I just made the course too broad. But at the time, yeah. you know, it's like you kind of have to have, you have to make these mistakes, I feel like sometimes to, to figure these things out. But it just happened to coincide with, like I was, it was called the Make Money Marketing Course. And I do all this random marketing work for companies. And I did that. That was how I made money. So I was kind of like a catch-all. Like I just did everything that a business would ask me to do online. And, uh, and so I was like going to put that into, I was going to put that into a course because I saw the opportunity. Like there's so many businesses that need help with so many different facets of, of their online marketing, right. whether it's social media or if it's, you know, local SEO stuff, like there's just a lot that can be done. Uh, so I started creating this course and I was trying to figure out what I was going to put into it. And I got to the Facebook part and I was like, I already had a ton of stuff in the course and I was like, okay, how much do I put on Facebook ads? Cause there's, there's a lot. And so I, you and I had been talking back and forth, like just kind of randomly, I feel like through Twitter. Cause you know, you were doing your gym stuff a while back. No, That's when we first started talking. I, th- I feel like, cause I remember oh. seeing, watching your gym videos. Like that's when, that's when it was like the first, like it got, Oh, that was doing a long time ago. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I was doing the vlog right before I shut down the fitness business. Okay. So that was probably, that was right after Cooper was born. So I was doing the vlog probably around the time you were starting millennial money, man. Okay. So I was starting, I was closing down the fitness business. You were, yeah. you were maybe six months to a year in. Yeah. Yeah. That, so, but yeah. And then, so anyway. I kind of seen like what you were doing and then I knew you were doing Facebook ad stuff. So I was like, you know what? Like I was called, I don't know if I called you or you called me, but I was, I was like, I want to talk to Mike about what I should put in this course you know, and just get his opinion. And so well, we talked. I think you reached out to me, but it was strange. Like, cause I was like going to reach out to you. Like we had been kind of just reconnected just because, I mean, if you guys have listened, you know, kind of the story, like we knew each other in high school, but we weren't like hanging out all the time. And it was just one of those things. We started talking on Twitter basically. Cause it was like, Hey, you're doing this kind of thing. I'm doing this kind of thing. No one else we know is, that's yeah. kind of cool. Like that's all it was. But I went into 2018 planning to launch my personal brand and start a blog and build an audience because I really had that's built right. my entire agency without 
really focusing on content or anything. So I had like 2016 was just like, make as much money as I can. 2017 was all about building the team. And 2018 was going to be about content and growing the audience. And obviously that all changed when we did stuff, but you had reached out to me and I was like, cool, because I have some questions for you about blogging. Yeah. And you had sent me, you had sent me your blogging course. And I was like, dude, I hate email drips. Can you just send me the whole thing? I remember that. I remember that. Yeah. Which makes so much more sense now. Now that I know you better, like it makes makes a lot of sense. Yeah. Yeah. So like you sent me the whole thing and I just like knocked through it. But so we basically traded consultations was the plan. That's right. That's right. Yeah. And so I don't like, I remember the stuff, but I don't really remember it. (laughs) Yeah. So like Thanksgiving week, it it was literally the week. It was like the weekend after Thanksgiving. I was at my in-laws house and I remember going upstairs and uh, was just like talking to you on the phone. We talked for like an hour and a half about this stuff and what should be in your course. And then I just, and and then I was going to come back and you were going to help me with the blogging stuff later. But at the end I was like, dude, I follow your community. I'm in your group. You had just started your group at that point, but it was, you know, exploded. And I was like, everybody is trying to flip things on eBay and they're, you know, delivering pizzas and they're doing Uber, whatever, just to make a few extra bucks. I was like, why don't you teach them digital marketing? Why don't you teach them how to run Facebook ads for local businesses? Like you do that. I've done it. It's great money. It's easy. And you're like, okay. (laughs) (laughs) Like from my, from, I remember getting off the call thinking like, yeah, he wasn't feeling that idea. No, then, I, well, I can't remember like right after I got a call. I'm sure I was like, huh, I wonder. And then I started, what I started to realize was like, I really wasn't super happy with the make money marketing course at that point. Cause it had just gotten too bloated and too big. And like, mm-hmm. you had given me some direction on what you thought should be in the course for Facebook. And then I was just like, man, if I add that in, like, it's going to be, this thing is going to be just this ridiculous thing that nobody can use. And so well, I started thinking, I was like, maybe I should focus it down, you know, just you worked work. on it for months. Yeah. It's a lot, like, there's a even, lot of content in it. There's a lot of stuff. Yeah. It's way too much. Yeah. So you worked on it for months and months. And I remember once we had started talking and we had decided to do this course and you were like, I'm just going to get this thing finished. And, but you were like, I don't want to do this. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. That happens to me a and, lot where I'll get into something and be like, oh, I don't actually want to do this thing. Which I think, <laughs> I think I was, uh, yesterday, I was talking to Jessica Lorimer, our favorite sales training buddy, mm. and um, who's incredible. And one of the things we we're talking about is like how sometimes when you feel like a lot of resistance to something, like that's a good sign that you shouldn't be doing it. Like yeah. if everybody says that you need to have a blog, but like we found out with me where I, it took me two weeks to do a blog post and I just bitched and moaned about it every single freaking right. day. We're like, yeah. maybe you shouldn't do a blog. Maybe you should try video, you know? Yeah. Um, yeah but I feel you had some of that a little bit with that course. I did just because it just, yeah, I just wasn't happy with it as I had kept building it. And so then I went to the audience and I, you know, we've told this part of the story, but I went to the audience and I just basically said like, what, you know, what would you think? There had already been interest in the make money marketing course, which is mm-hmm. why I pursued it in the first place. But I was like, what if I just taught this one skill? And like the response was just like so crazy. Um, it was like three or 400 comments 
Yeah. And the thing that, the thing that I think was interesting about it is I had, you know, I had built most of my audience through Facebook ads. So Mm -hmm. they already like everybody that came to my brand already kind of had that touch point of like, they found me through a Facebook ad. So Mm -hmm. I think it just, it just made a lot of sense to them. Cause they were like, okay, well he, you know, I saw him through a Facebook ad. So that's one thing. Right. And they see Facebook ads all the time. My audience is like, obviously on Facebook, you know, if they, right. <laughs> if they came to me from a Facebook ad. So like, it just made a lot of sense, but then it like, it made more sense than I thought it was going to. Cause it's like, man, this could be like, we could create this course. It could be really awesome. Like it's just, it just felt like a great fit. Well, so I had to figure out how to do it. Or you know, it was like the perfect offer for the audience. Mm-hmm. And and I'm not saying that in like a bragging way. I'm just saying that in like, well, we stumbled on it. So it's not like we, we stumbled were... on it. We did, and but it was so often, and I think it was a better fit than we expected. But so often, yeah. I've worked with business owners, helping them create courses or craft offers or whatever. And generally, people have the thing they want to make, and then they're trying to position it to sell it to their audience. And we had an offer that was good for the audience. And then we crafted it to fit the audience from the way we delivered it to the pricing to everything. But it's just, it, it fits so well. And I mean, we're really lucky in that sense that, you know, it just, yeah, man, it's, yeah, it just made sense. And, and, you know, the other thing too, that I think helped, um, there, there was just like so much trust I feel like with the audience mm-hmm. and that wasn't something I intentionally did. Like I didn't like start, I didn't like start millennial money man with the intention of like, I'm going to build trust for years and then sell a course. Like right. I just, you know, put out content that I liked putting out and then I, you know, use Facebook to reach all these people and all that stuff. And like, right. and I really spent a lot of time, you know, really interacting with the people that followed the brand. Like I, I probably spent, everybody was telling me that I was spending too much time. They're like, right. you're talking to these people way too much on social media. It's a waste of time and all this, all this stuff. And I remember being really pissed off about that. Cause I, I believed in it. Cause I think too often in, in the blogging world, like people think of other human beings, as just like traffic, you know? And, and like, yeah. I've always tried to not, that's just my personality. Like I, I care too much, I guess. And so I've always felt like I really want to help people. Like I really want to be a part of their lives in some way. And so like when we came out with the course and I was like, Hey, there's this guy that I just partnered up with and we were creating this course and it's going to be awesome. Like the fact that people bought it to me is, it was crazy. And it was just like, we had so many people there like, I trust you. So I'm buying this course, which I feel like is really hard to do online. And I feel like that's something you and I have been able to kind of continue with laptop empires. Like I think that our people trust us a lot because we, you know, we're very transparent about how we do things and like what we're doing. And we try to be very interactive with everybody. So that's huge. You know, and I think that was a big part of why the course went well and why laptop empires has gone well. Cause we, we really do take a lot of time to like interact with people. <laughs> so yeah. it, it's just a help. It, it helps that way. So, but yeah, so this time I think November, so pretty much after like we decided we want to do the course then it was like, we had to figure out the, the business structure part. It was of it. like mid December. Yeah. I mean, you figure it was five or six weeks from when you reached back out to me and were like, let's do this to when we launched the course at the end of January. So we like were, I mean, late two, three in the morning, we're up on (laughs) zoom like this, but yeah, no. So I'm, I think I want to kind of transition because I think we've told a lot of like 
that yeah, other story. story. But, but like I, the whole like conversation, how it went down, I think was really interesting. But I want to know, I want to talk about a harder hitting question, mm. which is um, white meat or dark meat? White meat, hands down. It's not even close. What are Why? you? What are you? Why? Because I don't, it's better. It's like literally okay. just better. Like dark. No, actually, seriously, like dark meat, like it kind of grosses me out. Like I won't eat it if it's chicken or like turkey or whatever. Like I just won't, I just won't go for it. I'll go for, I don't know why it just like, it tastes like, I don't know. I'm not a fan of it. It just, it depends for me. You won't like duck confit in France then. Cause it's like all dark meat and duck is like purple. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. See, that's what, it's just weird. It's one of those things where like, like I don't like tomatoes. I don't know why I don't like tomatoes. They don't taste bad. I just don't, don't like them. And it's, I think it's just, but I like pizza sauce and pasta sauce. I just don't like tomatoes themselves. You know what I'll do this Thanksgiving? Cause I'm, I'm trying to grow as a person. I'm just going <laughs> to, I'm going to go for the dark meat and try to better myself. <laughs> oh my gosh. Okay. <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm, this might seem weird, but I actually prefer Thanksgiving leftovers to like Thanksgiving dinner. Like Ooh. you could actually cook all of Thanksgiving dinner and then just immediately put it in the fridge and then let me eat later. See, I, I, I like the real deal. I like the real deal for sure. I, I also oh. like, like, I like taking the turkey and sauteing it. Put a little butter in a pan, add a little spice to it. That's how, that's how I eat it, those leftovers, and it's way better. You're so fancy. We, uh, we do fried turkey. Do you guys do fried turkeys? Well, it's, oh, yeah, like deep fried. Oh, yeah. It's yeah. good. Yeah. yeah. We uh, t- typically, so like my sister does a Friendsgiving thing, which actually is this weekend. And then we do Thanksgiving. So we'll, we'll fry a bunch of turkeys for Friendsgiving. That's awesome. And you like inject it with like the Cajun butter sauce and all that stuff. It's like, yeah. Yeah. So good. White meat is way better when you do the deep fry because it's like not as dry. Juicier. Yeah. See, okay. So is that why you like dark meat? I can't tell if you like I don't, dark meat. I don't, I don't actually know that I have a preference. Like I feel like every year I'm like, if I think I have a preference and I try one, I'm like, I can't, I couldn't really tell you. I don't remember like which one I like. I tend to just get both. Okay. Well, since we're on this, like I feel like this is a good favorite side. What's your favorite side? Mm. 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 I like, I'm not a stuffing guy. I couldn't oh, care wow. less about it. I'm not a cranberry thing or whatever. I like mashed potatoes, like with the corn all mixed in like all together. Wow. That is bizarre. Yeah. Um, green bean casserole for me, hands down. Mm. It's just so, and it's so, I like to make it too, like to be the person that makes it because it's so easy. So if like somebody's like, hey, let's split up responsibilities, I'm like, oh, green bean casserole because you just put like two cans of stuff in there. And some, I mean, it's awesome. You know, and the, the French onions. Dessert, pie, what kind of pie? Uh, so my aunt always made these cheesecakes, which were incredible. If I was going for pie though, I'd go pumpkin. But like, I'm not a pumpkin, like I'm not a pie or cake person uh, okay yeah i'm really so, not either but pumpkin i'll do pumpkin pie pumpkin Coral. but i like i like carrot cake i like pumpkin pie like i like those kind of like those. weird spicy desserts i yeah. better i don't like the sugary anyway uh, i don't either yeah but coral like coral and her mom they make like they'll make like 10 pumpkin pies so like we're coming up on pumpkin pie season here at the, mm. the Hoyt household. We'll just have it. Like they'll eat it for breakfast and stuff. It's really weird. I will. I do tend to eat a good amount of like apple pie during the holidays. I'm actually allergic to apples. So this started back wow. in college. Like I can't 
eat them without getting sick, but I can eat cooked stuff like when they're cooked, like, cause I'm allergic to the, the raw fruit sugars. And so there's a bunch of fruit that I can't eat, but so like, like apple pie, like if somebody eats an apple pie, I will eat it. Cause it's one of the few times I can eat apples and I used to love apples. So it's like a, anyway, no, no, it's become something I enjoy more because it's like, I can't have it. Um, but for whatever reason, like applesauce, apple pie, where it's been cooked, I can eat it. No problem. So yeah. anyway, moving on from my allergies, <laughs> I feel like what the other part I wanted to get to is kind of like, we're working on some stuff, right? right. We're working on launch that blog. We're working on um, some just really great affiliate bonuses and stuff for Facebook ads for bloggers doing a couple things. We're, we're really getting things ready getting the blog ready, getting the YouTube channel ready, getting things ready for January. And I yeah. feel like now is the best time of year to start a business or if you have a business to like put your foot on the gas and get stuff done. That doesn't mean you can't take time off the holidays, but like, yeah, I think what happens is people tend to, they're like, January is such a good month for most businesses. Like if you're in the fitness business, if you're in the business business, <laughs> like if you're in the online, if you're in our business, well, yeah. our business. like, yeah. like January is a good month, like, which makes sense. Like for everything, like people are, they're excited. It's a new year, but I think a lot of business owners really slack off in November and December, which is unfortunate because there's, it's a great, it's a great time to get ahead. And it's a great time. I think for, the reason I think it's a great time if you're wanting to start a business is because there's so much downtime, right? Yeah. So you can still hang out and do everything with family and you can take, if you want to like start a blog or you want to take the side hustle course and learn how to be a freelancer, you want to study copywriting or whatever, you're going to have downtime like where yeah. people are watching TV or they're taking naps or, you know, whatever that you can sit down and you can, study or you can put that work in you can design your blog you can write a few posts like you can get yourself ready for january and take care of that yeah. time like take advantage of that time so i'm i don't know that's just from my perspective yeah, I agree. we're well, doing I, stuff yeah. this is a good time <clears throat> no it's a good time to plan and i and the other part of that you know we you mentioned the side hustle thing like this is the time of year where small businesses are going to, they start to evaluate like what they did over the last year in terms of mm -hmm. like marketing, you know, what they spend ad budget and marketing efforts and all that stuff. And like January is when they want to really start implementing all of their new stuff. You know, if they have, right. if they're like, okay, we spent X amount of dollars on ads, let's increase that to whatever. And let's start doing Facebook ads or, you know, and it depends. Like I've right. seen all different, like people want to do all sorts of crazy stuff in January, but that this is the time of year like where businesses are planning too. So for example, this Facebook side hustle course, like if you want to jump into that one, you have the downtime but two, you're coming up on the time of year where businesses have money to spend and they're, they're like excited to do it. Well, and like I'm getting an influx of agency clients right now yeah. and it's because they want to advertise in January. So they're getting started now right. when yeah. you wait until January, like a lot of them are already going, like they're already yeah. rolling. You know, they're putting their offers out. Like those offers are going to start on December 26th, 27th. And so it, it's really like, you kind of want to get ahead of that. I don't mean, it's just like people are in a more positive mood too. Like sales are much easier this time or time of year. I feel like because 
people are excited. They're about to have vacations. They're spending time with family. Like this is a lot of people's yeah. favorite time of year. They're in a good mood. They're positive. They're excited about the new year. They know that there's going to be an influx of business in the new year. You're more likely yeah. to get a yes. So, so yeah, I think whether you're a freelancer or you're a content creator, I, I know one of the things I'm really going to put a lot of effort into unplugging this year yeah. because last year I made the mistake of I took on a little bit too much business in December and I ended up working way more than I wanted to. And then we had some stuff, although we weren't doing too much yet then, but I felt like I had like everyone in my family mad at me because I was doing so much. And so I'm going to be pulling back a lot, but my thing is like, okay, if everybody's just going to sit around, I'm going to sit there with my iPad and I'm probably going to be doing topic research or keyword research, or I'm going to be working on our editorial calendar or like there's just different things that I can do with my iPad and my pencil or whatever and I can just like and everybody is like oh he's just reading his Kindle and I'm just sitting there I'm like working in disguise so I'll be doing that (laughs) yeah and this I mean we're people don't realize this about about laptop empires and everything like we're taking this time and millennial money man we're taking this time to like do a ton of planning and we've been we've built out a lot of infrastructure over the past couple months when things were a little bit slower because you know like August September October November, it's just kind of a slower time of year for everybody. People aren't as like motivated to do stuff, but we've been building out, like we've got a writing team. We've been doing all this keyword research. I've been doing all this SEO work on Millennial Money Man and we're like figuring out systems to, to automate a lot of the posting. And so like we're about to start cranking out content on Laptop Empires and on Millennial Money Man, I'm about to go to five posts a week. Like it's, it's about to get really cool. So it's like, but these are like, I'm thinking about how can I grow next year, but I'm doing it right now. I think that's, you know, one of the things you can do without having to work a lot. I think you can just kind of plan a lot uh, mm-hmm. and just get in place. Like, that's what I feel like this time of year is like, let's get everything in place for January. And then well, next year. And even awesome. if you're getting started, you can do that. Like, yeah. let's say you're wanting to start a podcast, get, tell them, send them do- your favorite episode. Do it at the dinner table, the Thanksgiving yes. dinner table. Tell people yes. about the Laptop Empires podcast. Exactly. As you're passing the gravy. Yes. 100%. Yeah. That is the appro- most appropriate time. That's when I would do it. So, 100%. So, thank you so much. And we will see you next episode. Bye bye. You've been listening to the Laptop Empires podcast with Mike Yonda and Bobby Hoyt. For more information and the resources mentioned in this episode, go to laptopempires.com forward slash podcast. We out.